Hey, this is Gerds Handel, and welcome to the Inner Light Project. This show is for anyone who's wanting to lead a happier, healthier, and enlightened life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can shine your inner light. Hello and happy new year, happy 2022. I'm just so excited for you to just hear this amazing soul that I have on the show today. My name is Gerd Sundel and this is the Inner Light Project. Um, so today this person, she's just, I've known her since gosh 2018 and we've been on an amazing journey together and we, we've been part of a soul sister circle for a good few years and we really have seen each other grow and just be the best version of ourselves. Judith Gonzalez is the founder of Sanatu Torres. She educates and inspires people with thyroid and hormone imbalances through holistic practices from yoga, functional nutrition, and divine feminine practices. She is an ordained priestess and teaches her self-healing experiences with her community. Hi, Judith. I'm so grateful to have you on the show, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Gertz. It's a pleasure. Oh, bless you. I'm just excited to share your story. We've known each other, gosh, I'm trying to think, maybe since 2018? I think so. It was on Nisha's course yeah <laughs> such a long time ago <laughs> I know we're so different no yeah we have grown so much and it's just beautiful seeing yourself and our other friend Fabi just grow in the last few years and it's just amazing how just watching each other grow and seeing each other just evolve has just helped us to grow as well individually exactly yeah I'm so thankful also for your work and this opportunity to share oh bless you I just can't wait to share <laughs> so my lovely I want to go back to the beginning so what was your life like before you went into the holistic world okay well from my background my both of my parents are doctors even I have a grand I had a grandpa you know that he was also a doctor so wow. I wanted to escape from that world because I grew <laughs> up you know getting into operations since I was six and you know listening to crazy stories about how fragile life is right so mm. everything in my household was really urgent really serious you know and I just wanted to be free and relaxed so I went to study interior design in Barcelona you know really different. like the total opposite you know <laughs> like aesthetics what? you know uh, interior architecture art and it was an amazing experience to live abroad because I'm from Mexico I, I was born in Mexico City so I always had this, you know, curiosity to see the world. And I was so lucky, fortunately, to compare, you know, what lifestyles in different cultures were. So I came back from Barcelona and, you know, whatever you don't admit in your life comes back eventually. Yeah. So <laughs> all these workaholic tendencies that my father as a surgeon have, of course, I had it in my field, right? Mm. So... <laughs> I was uh, designing at that time, I remember we designed like around 90 restaurants, uh, me as a creative director, you know, so, so I was, uh, I had a lot of responsibility and I felt really overwhelmed and my creativity was feeling crushed, you know, it was, it wasn't a creativity that I enjoyed, it was like I had to, right, so of course, if you have any thyroid problems, it is uh, related also to 
the fear that the person might have mm -hmm. to have a, a loss of power. And I really, really uh, later I knew why, no? So it was a, a complicated story <laughs> because of course, no, when you arrive to the medical establishment, they tell you, okay, you don't have, at least in my case, the doctor told me, you know, you don't have any weight issues. The only thing that you need to do is take this pill forever. And then if you want to get pregnant and if you are not able, I will uh, give you, you know, hormonal treatment and that's it. You can go home. What? And I was like, what? No, 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 no. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was with my father. He was next to me. And, you know, this doctor is like an eminence, no? He's the yeah. Hopkins uh, Hospital, you know, and and supposedly you are trusting, you know, your medical provider to mm -hmm. give you advice and education. But of course, and I asked him, what had what was the cause no what was the root cause of this uh, of this condition how do i need to live you know and how do i need to eat because of course i i knew the effects my mother um you know she went into chinese medicine school also oh, so wow. i was you know her kind of like uh <laughs> <laughs> exactly so the pig, like what are you learning and and, and we uh, started together aromatherapy and some of those resources really saved me in you know in stressful times abroad and even in while I was working as a designer you know so um the doctor just gave me you know this one page explaining like we didn't know the causes of Hashimoto's disease and and that I needed to you know eat uh, in balance and what did that mean, no? So <laughs> I I was really angry, you know, when we went out because that lasted like 30 minutes. And then <laughs> I told my dad, this guy doesn't know me. I will reverse this thing and I will be fine. You know, I knew from the bottom of my heart that that was just, you know, that wasn't like a period for me. It was, yeah. I had like this decision and this inner knowing that everything was going to be all right. And then... Two weeks later, I manifested my my doctor. You know, we were on a on a restaurant with my with my parents, and then my father had studied with uh, a doctor with a Japanese background, and he told you know we it was like in the same day at the same place at the same hour that we were having dinner together, mm. <laughs> you know, and they recognized each other. So the doctor came with us wow. to our table, and it was like. How have you been? It's been 15 years. Oh since, my gosh. <laughs> you know, since we've hadn't seen each other. What <laughs> what have we done? He was like, Well, I went to, you know, to study to Japan and did some research. And now I'm reversing autoimmune disease with homeopathy and other resources. And he's a gynecologist, you know, he, oh, wow. he was trained in the allopathic medicine, but also took another route. So and he was like, you know, two weeks ago, my my daughter was diagnosed with this. Can she go to your office? And then I went there, no. But in those two weeks, I did a lot of research and I even planned, you know, like to quit my job and start studying nutrition because I knew that according to my research that there's a lot of relationship issues with toxicity and how the way you eat, no. Mm. And my intuition was like, I... I need to go and dig deeper because I think the answers are not in the status quo. And let's see what's going on. No? So when I went with him, he told me, 
about the relationship with the God. And then he started, oh, wow. we started being friends, right? So because, the, I mean, he was also a friend from the family, you know, long time ago. Yeah. So he even, we, we kind of traded healing because I, we, were, we were as a family doing some coaching uh, individually. And he went with our coaches and then I went to his office, no? So, <laughs> so I think in these absolutely karmic relationships where you need to find the person that is going to help you in your development. Mm. And, and we are thankful even now no, for that. And then I started um, going into nutrition school. I quit my job effectively. Wow. <laughs> I did the plan. I did execute on the plan. And then I started feeling better with him but it wasn't enough. There was such a, there was another calling. And, you know, my whole life, I have uh, rejected the idea of being of service in terms of healthcare, right? Because, mm. <laughs> because of this lineage. <laughs> and I was like, I will never have to do anything to do with doctors or the health industry. <laughs> Everything is so serious and whatever. And then we started doing workshops together because I remember getting into getting certified as a yoga I took the a yoga a thyroid yoga teacher training which was amazing in a school in California which is called Rama and that opened you know another universe that was a confirmation of many of my suspicions no about of my attitudes and what kind of life I was living and it was such a healing for me to to become a teacher no to become a um, yeah to study with these uh, teachers that holistically they give you uh, uh, some basis, you know, of course, theoretical, theoretical, and also my relationship with Kundalini Yoga deepened because I have yeah. my mother uh, and I practiced Kundalini Yoga before going to Europe. And I remember uh, it was a really powerful experience, but now it was uh, felt and lived in my body as an agent of healing, no? which was really different and really focalized in terms of, of for the thyroid and the endocrine system. So I discovered, you know, these new ways of being like, is it possible to feel this good? I didn't know, <laughs> no? <laughs> because you get used to live, you know, like 30, 40% on, of your, you know, this range, which is crazy. So I, I became really passionate about it and I told my doctor, I told him, you know, I finished, you know, this training, we should do some workshops together. Maybe some of your patients can benefit. And, you know, I shared on, on Facebook in a women's group and it came viral, you know, it was, wow. I, just, <laughs> I just shared my story, like, you know, I'm healing from Hashimoto's and then I took this certification with yoga and nutrition and other stuff. And I want to know if someone is interested. Well, I received like 583 commentaries. I remember, oh <laughs> you know, wow. it, you know, DMs from all over and with terrible stories, you know, of, of, mm horrid you know like pain like much more pain that I had endured and I told my doctor you know there are many people that don't live in Mexico City and what should we do and he was like he in that time of course social media and you know it was almost eight years ago 
that story. So eight years ago, things were really different. I think oh, yeah. everything, you know, everything now is super exponential in terms of technology <laughs> and COVID, of course, you know, yeah, <laughs> technology exploded even more yeah. until it held also. So like if um, you remember in 2012, we couldn't, do, we couldn't take selfies. <laughs> <laughs> that was so crazy. I know. And, and yeah, so I uh, started, you know, giving workshops and he gave, you know, the medical science part so that people could understand their bodies and the dysfunction of the thyroid. Why does that happen in terms of in medical terms? But also mm. I gave, you know, yoga and some, I, I also uh, created this manifesto, you know, of because um, all of these teachings were in English, you know, and I think that it's so unfair for uh, mm. non-English speaking countries that this hadn't, this yeah. wasn't known, no. And of course the training, uh, I could afford it because of my job, you know? And so I, I had, you know, reading all these commentaries of so much suffering, it was like, I must do something, you know? And I made this inner promise that if I was going to be healed, I, it was like an exchange, like, please mm. universe, if you help me heal, I promise <laughs> to give it back, but I don't want to be, you know, I, I really need to heal. I don't want to lose my life. No. So I think this opportunity, you know, when you, your own vulnerability, your mortality, it's touched by slightly touched. It's like, you know, it's such a powerful force. I think um, it's paradoxical, you know, if you become ill and then you think that it's like the one of the worst events in your life. Mm. It's not. It's like an awakener, you know. So for me, it was like that. And then afterwards, he told me, you know, the workshops are really nice. And I really would like to come to my office and give all this advice to my clients. So I remember you know, because in Mexico City, we have this amazing avenue called Reforma. And then you can see, you know, the whole buildings and stuff. And then I was in his office. And then one day I realized, like, what the heck did I do? You know, I all my <laughs> life, I rejected my, you know, this role. And now I'm working with my parents' friend, you know. So, wow. but now <laughs> then I, I could admit it. No, it, of course, it was, you know, this refusal of your mission. And I understand, uh, I have read, no, about personal missions like this, that you even reject it because you don't know if you're doing, if you don't, if you have the necessary, no, of course you don't. <laughs> when you're starting, you don't have all the resources. You don't have mm. any, any certainty because I didn't know what, what I was doing, you know, but I feel it felt right. It felt um, what I was doing was important and I needed to, to continue. But mm. the things it came to a point that uh, the, her, his clients even told me, you know, I don't, don't really want to continue to come with the doctor. I want to go with you. And <laughs> because it, women were being healed, you know, healed. Yeah. And I, it was such a different experience of someone that, you know, of course, embodied that uh, healing or was in that situation, no, herself. Mm. So, uh, wow yeah it was such a powerful experience you know like to prove that even though I didn't know everything I could be a, lo a lot of help only with compassion like this compassionate opening or holding space no mm. 
Yeah. So I remember afterwards told, telling him, you know, this web page, this, uh, because I opened, you know, uh, uh, like a simple website uses <laughs> my designer skills that were like really handy. <laughs> I understand. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I told him, you know, I'm receiving messages from Spain, from Colombia, Uh, mm -hmm. from other parts of you know of you know, from the United States you know and people do need help mm. what should we do and he told me I don't believe in technology if they are really ill and <laughs> if they really want to to they will they can come to Mexico City they mm. they will do it and he was such you know that and I told him okay so this is the last <laughs> week I'll be here you know I, I I knew it's like this is not my place anymore yeah so I remember having and receiving this invitation to uh, to apply to this uh, incubator uh, for health up health startups. So I went and I did apply and I got accepted. No, so <laughs> a whole new <laughs> a whole new universe opened again, which was the startup world, and mm -hmm. it was such a nice experience because also again, no, like being able to defend your idea and, and really um, exposing it to the world. And of course, you know, thyroid problems are really unknown until you have a problem, no? Yeah. <laughs> so so it, it was really nice because I also get to meet, you know, other entrepreneurs and um, I validated my idea of this, my first online course, which led me to have like eight hours of conversations with women with these kind of issues and then wow that that was like the first uh, time I created some something digital no and I remember in the first webinar it was supposed to be on the 19th of September of 2017 so that day we had like one of the worst earthquakes in the oh city my God. <laughs> Like it was, you know, but really <laughs> devastating, you know, like people dying and, and stuff. Oh my God. And I, re and I remember, of course it was canceled, no? And I remember yeah. like, <laughs> like three people writing like, are you going to st have still the webinar? And I'm yeah. like, no. <laughs> so that was like a crazy validation, you know, like people were interested even <laughs> in that chaos. So Uh, later you know everything progressed I tried to make this um, I really believe in in technology in terms of supporting researching in this field because we don't have no enough mm. uh, research in terms of uh, treatments and I started you know receiving clients that mm. even though they were medicated of course they didn't have good results no yeah. so I went and studied deeper and you know this pattern started emerging and then I was invited I knew another doctor also a, a gynecologist mm -hmm. but she was uh, a she also had thyroid cancer no no he's so it was um you know this experience of taking a look at the patterns of these uh, women's stories no mm -hmm. so I started I started, uh, yeah, like regrouping those and we tried to even make a, a project with Watson, with AI, you know, I don't know if you know that Watson, IBM has this uh, artificial yeah. intelligence uh, wow. system that, and I wanted to merge, you know, images of, of 
clients with or patients with thyroid disease and what kind of treatment and then what was the outcomes so if you wow. so and and we went this watson thing has the capacity to learn no and and to predict um what was the what would be the outcome but of course it was a really complicated project but in the end you know this doctor one day told my friend that was as data scientist you know judith is not in the project right now and we want to work with you and he was like what the hell no so <laughs> she wanted she wanted to take over the project and and kick me out no from what? that yeah that was such a <sighs> you know <laughs> gives me this icky feeling in my body right now Ugh, yeah i know and, and it was so sad you know it yeah. was such a disappointing thing because such a nice project could have been done you know mm. but because of ego and small-mindedness <laughs> and what what not you know didn't yeah. change the reality but of course i had to stop working with her and then she got uh, like reactivated the cancer in the thymus gland <gasps> Yikes. so that was no 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 <laughs> yeah so, so you, I think you were being energy. protected there I think the divine was trying to protect you because you'd already progressed so much oh sorry I hit the mic <laughs> because you progressed so much um this person was still on their journey of healing mm -hmm. exactly and then but it was a really hard lesson no at least for her <laughs> fortunately I didn't get to have that disease and and even though you know that experience allowed me to to get into women's stories deeper, no? Mm. And then, of course, the lesson was like, I need to continue even by myself, no? And really trust yeah. the process and learn also to let go, to let go of projects and to let go of, uh, yeah, outcomes that may, might not be the, same, the solution. And now that I am telling you this, I think that everything that came after that was a return to the non-technological world, you know, like the, the return to my own technology mm. and, you know, the empowerment of, of the client, of the, each of the clients, no, of the person, because um, when we rely too much on other people, <laughs> it can yes. be dangerous, you know? Yeah. And so I had to, I also, time passed, and then I created this program that I knew that there were some, you know, the, it, they are like portals of consciousness mm -hmm. that you open. And then, of course, it is in order, no? So, of course, it has to do with some of the tips that I would like to share afterwards. But wow. then, you I was know, just gonna I, say, I'm just going to uh -huh. go back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much. Wow. I'm like, my heart is actually smiling. Like, I didn't realize how transformative your journey was because like I didn't even know you were a designer until now and I'm like oh my god what now this makes sense <laughs> like I didn't have a clue I knew your parents were doctors but I didn't have a clue about half of your story and the journey and it's so powerful wow yeah. and I was laughing for it because I really understood a lot of it because with me like my mum was a nurse so I was always like okay. oh no I don't want to go in the health world and I'd often thought about being a GP wow but uh -huh. I'm scared of blood. So I was like, oh, I can't be a doctor. No, 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 no. And uh -huh. then I would always end up in health. So like I ended up at the age of 18 working in a pharmacy while studying journalism. So random. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I was all, so I was like pro medicines at like 18 and like I was a health advisor. Then I became a, a trainee dispenser. So I was dispensing the medication. 
And mm. so I was always like, yeah, if you've got a headache, take this. Yeah, if you've got this, take that. But I never uh-huh. questioned it because that's what I grew up with. And I think it might have been the same with you. Like when you're in a, in a medical household, medicines are just normal. So if you've got something wrong with you, you just take something, but you never really question the root cause of what's happening. Um, and so I never questioned it. And then as my journey kind of unraveled, I ended up going to like health journalism. So like health was always somehow leading the way (laughs) no matter what and then I like ended up like becoming a journalist becoming a health journalist walking away like yourself like you said um Mm -hmm. similar thing where I walked away but it it was before the health thing happened um Mm -hmm. but my soul was like itching it it was like I can't do this anymore to myself Mm -hmm. it was kind of taking me away of who I really am um and then like as the universe works as we both know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> things happen and like I was working with young people producing videos documentaries and then somehow ended up realizing I was life coach and then ended up in that journey and then the healing began with other people and now mm-hmm. as you know training to be a psychologist so it's like oh my god I was always supposed to be in the health world like yourself <laughs> we just chose to ignore it right we just were like nip we're gonna go something completely opposite but actually exactly those skills that we learned from those other career paths actually have helped us become who we are. Um, exactly. And it's so powerful. And I was going to say, it's like, amazing. I love your story. Oh, also. thank you. <laughs> yeah, because it's, you know, it's this pendulum. And also right now from Mary Magdalene teachings, because that's another part of the story. You know, <laughs> we are right now in the union, you know, in the time of union to unite and to really create even careers that don't exist based on yeah. on different disciplines you know and when you join a and b it's of course c it's not either of those you know and mm-hmm. i i really feel that even i find another therapist or you know when you know the clients that you will be serving as a psychologist of course will be related to your own story yeah. and <laughs> somehow they will be like mirrors to you and when you give this healing you're healing also yourself which is so perfect it's like the next stage is I feel like that because I'm 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 an empath educator and empowerment coach right now and so Uh all my clients there is so many similarities and I'm just like oh and then as (laughs) as I'm helping well I never really it's never that we're doing the work for them we're just I've always believed we're guides so as we're guiding them I always notice certain parts of my story. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I learn something about myself and then I heal mm-hmm. that next bit. And so that's how I feel <laughs> every exactly. time. And it doesn't matter the age, whether older or younger, there's there's so many similarities. Um, mm-hmm. But that's why we work with the people that we work with, right? Because we understand what they've been through. We understand that the pain that they've gone through because we've gone through something similar. So we understand exactly. where they're at. Whereas I think the medical system or you know, the, the rigid psychologist therapist way doesn't understand their clients necessarily or have that empathy or compassion, like you were saying, whereas Mm -hmm. that's what we bring in because we have that experience. We get it. We know what you're feeling and we're not going to be mean about it. (laughs) No. And even, you know, the the experience of being a corporate worker, you know, like (sighs) how do these women feel? Mm. And then I remember you know finding these archetypal women you know that we we have i mean people of course we're complicated and we're complex human beings but 
there are some uh, archetypes that have these kind of autoimmune issues, right? And now I really feel that, of mm. course, this Hashimoto's explosion or thyroid problem explosion all over the world, which affects like 10% of the population, no? Yeah. And even more, I think, because 60% of the people that have it don't know, you know, mm. in Latin America, thyroid cancer is spreading 30% yearly, which is wow. crazy, you know, before thyroid problems appeared at 59 years old. And now the average in which they are being diagnosed is 19. What? So, yeah. 19. So, yeah. Wow. And, and a woman is eight times likely to have thyroid problems than a man. So we have, mm. you know, this medical establishment that doesn't do enough research on women's bodies. Mm. And all we have, you know, all this diet culture is based on men's bodies. So right. there's it, this is an intersection of like a massive awakening of women, like to raise our voices because we're talking about the fifth chakra, right? Yeah. So it's a you know in terms of biological terms you need like a high toxic load you know got a intestinal permeability or, or diaspiosis you know gut mm -hmm. problems and also a genetic um, predisposition so we can work on those too you know because even if you have two of those three factors you won't get affected but if you have mm -hmm. the three you know you need to work on, of course, on, on the toxicity load, which can be endogenous. I mean, with the, the thoughts that you're having, the emotions, the food that you interact with, and of course, your environment. No? And yeah. I really could see that this problem, you know, found, you know, in my experience, because I have been doing this for seven years. I, it's crazy, you know, because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, among many of these adventures, every year has been like really fast. And I realized that when I started living according to this mission, everything mm. aligned, everything was, you know, like, like gliding, you know, even though it <laughs> was hard. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it was for you, no? Because even when I was in design, everything has was kind of, you know, stuck and didn't heavy. Flow. Exactly. It was heavy and it was also like I was living, I don't know if you were living, I was living two lives. So like I got told like growing up when I was studying in journalism, you need to toughen up and you need to be a tough woman. But I was taught that at home I needed to toughen up. So I became somebody I wasn't and I became this alpha female. But then at the same time, I wasn't speaking my truth. So I was hiding who I really was. And kind of what you're saying about with the thyroid, like I had coughs and colds all the time. Even when I worked in the pharmacy, I always had some sort of throat pain or I was taking something for like a chesty cough. And it was because I wasn't speaking my truth. And I think that is a very generational thing with women because we're having to rise up from generations of patriarchy and like, I see it within my own family. Like my mum has thyroid problems and mm -hmm. like, I see it's, it's a generation. My grandma had it. And I was like, I'm not going to be the next generation that has it. I'm going to speak my truth. And exactly. I feel like with yourself as well, when we went on our journeys, it, as we like rised up, all the other health problems kind of eliminated. So like, as I started speaking in 2012, um, mm -hmm. and the reason that happened was I'd had enough with what was going on in my life. I wasn't speaking my truth. I was getting annoyed with people. I was getting resented. Like I was getting so much resentment inside um, how people were treating me. 
but then I had a cancer scare and that scared the crap out of me, Judith. And mm. I remember in that moment, <laughs> you know how you have those victim modes and it's like, why me? Why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was sat in the hospital and there was nobody around and I heard a voice go, you created this. And I was like, what? Am I going crazy? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> and then wow. as, a do- yeah, as the doctor said, oh, you ha- you, you've been misdiagnosed and like you're in the clear. I ran out of the hospital and I started crying and I heard, time to heal and that's when I started healing and that's when I went on the journey of like unraveling and that's when my voice and my throat chakra started to clear and Mm. I haven't had coughs and colds in years I really don't have it anymore Um, it only happens if I'm not speaking my truth or I'm holding on to something and I think the same with yourself like from what I'm picking up is your industry before it was like you were putting on this good show for everybody but inside was a different story Exactly. And I think we also need to experience that pain. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It was necessary because when you see the background of, you know, our tribe, which I think that Mm. (laughs) we're this collective and that we're coming together to heal together. Because so there are many parting shifts in terms of, okay, yes, you can heal yourself. This is reversible as you know as opposite as the doctor told me that this was going to be forever it's not (laughs) (laughs) yeah you don't need to do this work alone Mm. no so if you can share you know your journey and even your pain which is another um also no another paradigm shift because imagine the the at least in my in my household you know the the paradigm was like we are strong no yeah. <laughs> my father was he's a surgeon you know and he mm. used to even paint you know other doctors that he was a teacher too of surgery so they painted like like soldiers you know like wow. they went into battle and and they had to reconstruct organs because you wow. know people from accidents and stuff so they had like this soldier mindset mm. that of course that that is epigenetics you cannot run from your own family history you know so and you have to face it and really and I had to and of course this parallel to to this work I was working with my femininity which is another world another (laughs) universe expanding again (laughs) (laughs) and of course what is femininity Mm. also knowing how to receive no of course this receptivity of of letting other people help you and now I see, returning back to the archetype thing, the Wonder Woman archetype that, of course, she's a career woman, but wants a perfect body and the perfect relationship. And now she's always <laughs> studying and, and, you know, trying to be the best at everything. And that is such a burnout mentality. No, Well, yeah. I was, I, I understood that I had to, you know continue the process and I decided which is most important you know like the whole this recognition and and when you understand when I understand you know when my wounds are much more deeper and older than I know (laughs) (laughs) then it's okay like I will I will take it step by step and Mm -hmm. and with compassion you know and of course this comes to I really, uh, my practice, my physical practice became one of the most important uh, 
uh, ways to navigate all of that uncertainty, you know, building a project or building a process or building a, a brand even, no? Yeah. That, and, and building myself, but that, what helped me um, even now, no? To establish that was returning to the body again and again. And then my Kundalini practice, of course, deepened. And I had a lot of luck because I, I don't know if you know her, but Guru Jagat, which uh, sadly she passed this year. I went into her, you know, universe and, and I had the luck of being granted. Yeah, I was granted a grant to study with them, oh, wow. which was, you know, such a privilege. And then, you know, things started happening, <laughs> which okay. what kind of things, what <laughs> yeah. kind of things like, supernatural things I, I think so because mm. in in one of Nisha's uh, you and I met you know in 2018 no? yeah. and uh, Nisha had this amazing uh, guided meditation in which you connect with the spirit of the project right so oh, yeah. I you remember <laughs> yeah yeah so I remember wanting to ask the spirit of of my project, which is heal your thyroid in, in Spanish is sanadutiroides. So I, I connected, you know, through this meditation and then, you know, this blue guy, super handsome appeared in the eye of my mind. And he told me, you know, you need to, you know, hu humankind has this uh, sexual wound and, you know, self-esteem wound that you can, you can help heal. And that can be through all the things that you have been learning and applying to your life. You just need to share it. And I was like, I have such a good imagination, you know? <laughs> like, why do I <laughs> see this blue guy? And then I, you know, started looking and researching like blue goth India. And then of course, <laughs> Eva appeared no and oh, it, wow. was the, it was the same photo you know the photo was exactly to the same guy that I saw in my meditation mm -hmm. and then in Wikipedia no Shiva the god that gave as a gift humanity yoga and tantra and that was the, the those two tools that wow. he gave me in the meditation no he told me to tantra and yoga this can be uh, done so you just have to share yourself no so I understood that of course, these realms exist and <laughs> that it is possible to channel, no? And it is possible mm -hmm. to receive inner guidance and even yeah. from these devas, no? So, of course, that was another paradigm shift. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, in business and I'm also in personal life, no? Yeah, I'm just going to say that I have goosebumps as you were saying that. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I really do understand what you're saying because when I had the kidney problem, that mm -hmm. was me go that was me healing on a deeper level um, as mm -hmm. you were saying before like generational trauma that I didn't even know was there and mm -hmm. as I had that operation and I woke up at the it was so it was this month four years ago in 2017 I had a, I call it my rebirth and mm -hmm. I woke up and was like I can't the pod, so my podcast before was called get inspired with GERDs and I used to have a radio show as well um mm -hmm. on UK health radio and I walked away from that and I was like I heard the inner light project, which is what the podcast is called now, because mm -hmm. we all have a light within. And as I went on this journey, 
like you said, my intuition has just sharpened. And like the more healing work you do, the more deeper you go, the more you you can connect with your higher self. And so like mm-hmm. you're saying about when you connected with Shiva, it's like, that's like the next stages as you keep peeling off the layers of old wounds. I feel like mm-hmm. the more we do the work, the more we connect to our higher self. That's so true. And, you know, you become an instrument for for the divine and then because you know you i i think that these kind of technologies open you so much and connect your heart uh, to one thing that you deeply believe and then everything starts flowing naturally and Mm -hmm. then i remember again no i like three (laughs) months later i had another vision no after my yoga Mm -hmm. practice you know i had like this beautiful image of a world and then jesus and one woman with a red veil, you know, giving oh. kind of Reiki with like, like handing positions to the world. Oh my God. And, and then I listened, you know, like, we're here for you. Mm-hmm. We love you. And I was like, what was that? No, that was such a beautiful <laughs> image. And then I wanted to know, and then I connect also with the same meditation. And then Shiva appears again. And he, he told me, it's time to connect with my brother and sisters, uh, my sister, Jeshua, he told me Jeshua and Mary Magdalene. Oh my God. And I told him, and I told him like, but I don't know anything, you know, I grew up without religion and how do I, you know, start getting to know them because it's the Christic, you know, Christ consciousness is so vast and I don't know anything about it. And he wow. told me, you will be left. Just, just, you know, trust. And then I was so moved. <laughs> <laughs> I am still no wow it's quite yeah like I have goosebumps I can feel it all <laughs> over my body I'm just like whoa but that's the beauty right of what you've been doing right the healing it's like you trusted from the beginning it's like okay you have this health condition what are you gonna do well I know I can reverse it because that's the light talking <laughs> like you went through the emotions that's the dark side but there's always a light to it then it's like right I'm going to introduce you to these people that are going to help you to get more information aka your dad's friend um from back in the day <laughs> now he 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 that point is finished and you know you no longer serve in that moment then it's like right here's the next step now you need to go and align by yourself and it's just like the stages just get closer and closer and you're wow uh, yeah I have no words actually <laughs> wow it makes yeah sense and then I, I need and remember that I really asked for an answer and I because I was so moved and I knew that it was true, no, because mm. that happened before. And effectively, and, and when I was applying, you know, this, I gave what was being, of, uh, you know, useful to me. And that really helped people. And then I remember having, have, I had this, uh, you know, intuition to listen to Guru Jagat's podcast. Mm-hmm. And it had, it had been, you know, sometimes that I, have, I hadn't heard it. And she had an interview with a woman that started talking about Mary Magdalene, you know, and it was like, <laughs> I should listen to this. No, I should listen to this because of the messages and the vision and stuff. Mm. And then she started reading, you know, this uh, transmission, this, you know, channeling of her. And I started crying wow. so bad, you know, it was like, a, I started, you know, feeling a lot of heat in my body, you know. And, oh, wow. And I was like, 
who is this woman and why do I have this body reaction? You know, my body is reacting to these words. Why? And then I went into her website and then see that she was going to start a training like one month from that day. And then I, you know, I started, uh, yeah, I saw the, the invitation, which was a video, no? And the video had all along a mantra that I had been chanting for one year and a half. And all the books that I have bought, no, to prepare for this, the Christ consciousness thing was part of the curriculum. Oh my so God. It was like <laughs> enroll, you know? Divine, <laughs> and I decided, is divine magic. <laughs> exactly. And I decided to enroll, and it was the priestess training uh, in, wow. you know, in the divine feminine of Mary Magdalene. So I became a priestess last year. No, I think this year, no, this year in August, in August. And now, because it's a three-year training, so I'm now on my second year. And girls, <laughs> another huge, you know, explosion of, of experiences and, of course, um, healing to me and, and my clients has been exponential, you know, it's... and. You know, the, the insights that I got in, yeah, in the training have been like over, like, you know, my expectations, I didn't have expectations because of course, no, when you receive those kinds of mm. <laughs> signals, it's like, you know, I was open. I, I was open to, to it with this innocence, like, I don't know, no, but yeah. I think that it's, this is the right place. And then um, my teacher is from Spain. And I have also studied uh, university in Spain. So you have like this, I think there are these spirals of space and time, right? Like the same places that you touch once in your life will return, I think. But in another, like in a spiral upwards, no? Like, but it's the same point for that, but it's a different training. So right now I'm writing a book about it because I have been channeling some messages from her. So it, I am so grateful. <laughs> That's <laughs> meant the only to be. thing. It's meant yeah. to be. Like, it really is. And I just love, like, wow. I didn't know so much about you till today. <laughs> I thought I did know you, but clearly I didn't. And, like, I just think it's so beautiful how all three of us, you and our friend Fabi, like, we've seen each other grow through our dark moments, through the light, and how we're all just channeling our truth. All three of us have just come from some very tough times in our lives but we we trusted and had faith in ourselves and each other and I think that's the beauty of sisterhood and I think that's what we've created and I think what what I feel like today's message is like is that you're never alone you've always got sisterhood out there but it's finding the right kind of people <laughs> who are your sisters and just Thanks. by fate and luck we were all meant to come together and I'm just so proud of you, Judith, like so much of what you've created and how far <laughs> you've come you. and just trusting that inner wisdom, which is so powerful because we, everyone, we all have that inner wisdom, but we just have to get clean and clear on it. And the first thing to get clear and clear on it is by clearing the trauma, by healing the roots uh, that have held us back for generations. And once we do that, yes, you just flow like Judith is just like, you know, she's just <laughs> flowing and like, we're all flowing together and it's just yeah I'm so grateful for that wow my mind is blown <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think because I think holding space 
uh, also requires, you know, this uh, silence, even, mm. no, if there wasn't enough time for us to deepen all these experience because we were also absorbing Nisha's knowledge, no? And yeah. even, you know, it was like a, all these processes, I think you, you need to have like this space of silence and really digesting the whole experience, no? Mm. And when you come, turn back, it's like, what? All, the, <laughs> all that happened and I did all that, you know? But whatever yeah. point you're in, that I, I would like to share that, no? Mm when you're listening to this to, for your listeners it's like you're in the right place to be you just need to really really trust your own intuition and really know that you're being held by all these entities that you might not even know that they are looking after you mm. <laughs> no and also I that's true that uh, we need to invest in ourselves and also that investment is an affirmation that you believe in yourself and you believe in others' company and other people's knowledge and really being humble, no, of, of being showed, being shown the way because we are here to learn. Absolutely, no. Yeah. And now the next steps that I'm I'm taking is I gave, you know, this uh, I, I feel you know that the mission now is to really get people to be leaders themselves, no? I know that the mission that I'm in uh, is very needed in every corner of the world because this, you know, paradigm shifts that we need to, to balance the feminine energy all over the world is needed. And um, the next steps that I will be taking will be um, getting teachers on board, you know, like forming teachers, forming leaders and, uh, so that you can also spread your own touch because even if it's the, the same base your energy is precious you know there's no one like you and your own story so the people that you will be touching will be needing you no and your voice and your your energy and it's such a gift that we are right now being able to uh, to be connected no through these energetical <laughs> network which is the internet also but yeah. everything right now is moving so fast so don't be afraid and uh, i am also really thankful for this space and the opportunity to give this message good thank you oh bless you i'm just hope i'm just hoping like it will help as many people and i just think yeah everything you said is so true and we just have to really trust where we are right now and no matter whether it's bad or good, we just have to go with the flow of life. And like kind of what you're saying is like the divine will always show you the way. It will always guide you and you're never alone. Ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. We are coming towards the end of the show. <laughs> I've just noticed the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's gone so quick. Um, I've got a few more questions for you. Yeah. And the first one is, what are your five top tips for someone who's suffering with hormone imbalances and they don't know what to do next? Yeah, the first one is get tested because it, you need information to how, what's your point of beginning, right? You need to have certainty in terms of, in biological terms, so that you need to, so that you can mark your start of the journey. And if you get tested and the results are not positive, it doesn't matter. It's the place where you start and you need to be humble and accept the reality that can be changed though. 
So the second would be study your own story and know your body. Because if you really get into your own history, you need to be an expert of you. So, of course, no, there will be a lot of teachers, a lot of information, but what does it feel good for you? And do what feels right. And the third is nutrition as medicine. Absolutely, the basis of a good life is to eat well. <laughs> and of course, no, because right now Gertz before we were talking about the power of food and how mm. it has been healing to uh, both of us yeah. and medicine uh, is inside every molecule of your food which is of course is much more than just fiber and carbohydrates and it's energy and it's such a you know magical configuration it's you know food is divine also So I think that if you know how to nourish yourself, um, everything will be easier. And the fourth is turn to ancient technologies. Mm. <laughs> This means also, I mean, we have a lot of resources, but the thing is that many of our uh, neuroses and you know our problems as uh, humankind, many, many, many people, many, many generations ago have been dealing with the same. So your pain and your needs <laughs> so have been known and, and you're not, you know, it's not so difficult because uh, fortunately we have such a gift, no? especially for the technologies that I was being taught in. Uh, we're such in a privileged time no? because, for example, those technologies that I learned were given only for the kings, for the royal family. And now, wow. if you open your heart and your, you know, consciousness, you can you can do it also. So I think um, that all the answers already are there, are floating, but you need to grab them. You need to really go after them, and with a lot of trust, no. And mm -hmm. the fifth one is get help. Yeah, life is supposed to be played in a team, so get in your in your health team you know your doctors your family your partner your friends and of course you are the one that uh, is a leader right that will assign every one of your team uh, different roles but you really need to own your power and that you are responsible for that as Gertz received like you caused this so if you cause this you can reverse it also And I don't mean to, to really um, sometimes, of course, know that there is this system uh, that aims to, uh, you know, <laughs> to get you confused or to feel that your voice doesn't matter because uh, sadly, you know, the medical system in many countries, they are, you know, doctor visits of in 10 minutes. And mm. that's absolutely ridiculous, no? Yeah. You need to you need to feel you need to feel listened to and you need to have this report of your health providers because otherwise it, I I have been, you know, in that vulnerable situation. So you need to really get comfortable with the people that you're surrounded with. You need to trust them. Mm -hmm. And you as a client, as a patient, you have the right to ask questions and to because they are there for to help you so don't feel ashamed or don't feel, don't be afraid to ask questions 
and and really yeah listen to your intuition mm, beautiful and what are you most grateful for I, <laughs> I think uh, the opportunity to to change and you know to start all over again every morning I think mm. yeah what, what shines your inner lights <laughs> the first the first thing that popped in my mind is knowledge you know mm. I really I'm really curious like since a child I was reading you know a lot and <laughs> that's why I wanted to travel and I I wanted to learn languages I know to speak five languages you know I I wow. love yeah I'm really curious so I think yeah <laughs> uh-huh thank you Judith thank you for just being on the show and sharing your wisdom and I'm just grateful to learn more about you today. It was just amazing. And just keep doing what you're doing because you're helping so many people and you're just on a, such a beautiful path. I can see that for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Wow, what a powerful interview with Judith. It just shows that it doesn't matter where you are on your journey, you can truly heal. And it's just about trust. It's about trusting the wisdom from within and listening to your gut. Your gut will never take you on a wrong direction. Usually when we ignore our gut, then we're like, oh, why didn't I trust my gut? The sign is trust it. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Before I leave, I want to leave you with this quote. The body is a self-healing organism. So it's really about clearing things out of the way so the body can heal itself. That's a quote by Barbara Brennan. Take care, my sisters. Bye. For more information about the show or how to trust your inner light, visit my new coaching program at gerdshandel.com. And remember, stay happy, stay healthy, stay lit. lit.